What's good? This is LaCole Rose from Fret Sisters. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Fret Sisters. You can also follow us on Facebook at Fret Sisters. And if you'd like to be featured in a podcast or simply have any questions, you can email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening. What is good, everybody? And welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. Shawnee Sean, giving it to you. <laughs> we have a great show for you today. And make sure you just follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook at Fret Sisters. And go check out our website at www.fretsisters.com. Please check out our merch and our merch store. We have a bunch of merch that you can buy and shop for a gift, especially Mother's Day is coming up. So if you know a, mo- know a mom or a friend who has a mom that's a musician, especially a guitarist, a violinist, or anything that plays string instruments whatsoever, <laughs> you can go check out our merch store, get that gift for that special mom, aunt, grandma, a friend, whoever you choose. <laughs> um, to me, today is actually a very good day. I really love a good sunny day, and I'm really in a good mood. I think when you have a mindset, when you have like a routine, like you get up early in the morning, you work out. It actually really boosts your mood. I'm just just a little special health tip that I will give you. Um, when you work out, you feel refreshed. You feel energized. You, you even your mood. If you go into depression, and it changes your mood from depression to happy. Like in, whew, like the more you continue doing that, and that really does help. Um, especially those. Not only those are going through a weight loss journey like me. Which I'm happy I lost three pounds, thank God. And or those that just want to, you know, just want to make yourself feel good, you know, get in shape. Because we know us musicians, our instruments are heavy. And some of them are heavy. And we lose, and also lose our energy. And it's just very best thing to do just to get ourselves in shape and and at least healthy enough <laughs> but I am glad that is spring I love spring weather I love the whole like I like spring and summer a little bit of fall I don't like winter I can't stand winter I don't can't I can't stand the cold for real. I don't like the cold I rather my move down south or move to the west coast because I can deal with the you know the warm weather and the hoodie weather I really like that type of weather because it makes it's, I don't have to wear coats a lot because it makes me feel constricted. We can't breathe. Mm-mm, we don't do that. Mm-mm. So, I'm going to stop all this rambling. And when we come back, I get to sit down for talk to this great artist. I She's kind of like my good friend from afar. Um, she is one of like the great false chicks I ever known. 
Um, her voice is amazing. Like her style and her tone and her voice and and the sounds that she plays in her music in her guitar is really like amazing to me. And I'm get glad that I get to talk to her finally. So when I come back, I'm going to talk to Aaliyah Guerra. So keep watching. jazz soul singer songwriter guitarist producer from canada she's also an entrepreneur who created her very own app and my personal opinion one of the baddest <laughs> that i ever known in my life please welcome to between frets Aaliyah guerrera thank you hi Thanks. A pause button or something. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we need that for Zooms. Yeah, it's not yeah, the same. <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? I am blessed to finally get a chance to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel like we've been friends like on Instagram, but like have not had the chance to like actually have a conversation. So yeah. this is awesome, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. So, on behalf of myself and the rest of the co-founders of Fret Sisters, thank you for so much for joining in, especially on our new season, season five. And, yes. Um, so I'm going to start with the business here, like why the guitar, what makes you want to pick up the guitar, and what makes you fall in love with it? Yeah, I love talking about this part because I feel like it's like the most like genuine part and the things that makes me smile the most. And so basically, uh, my grandfather was a guitarist. He was also um, a teacher. Um, and I ended up following a lot of the similarities in his life, but he was a guitarist and wanted to be a musician for Trinidadians. And his parents were like, no, you're going to school, forget it. Like, But he didn't want to give up on music. So he became a music teacher and he also did other arts like that he taught, but he had his band on the weekend. So that sounds a lot like my life now. So when my grandfather had gotten older, he had dementia, but I was a kid, I was about five. Um, he was losing his marbles, put me and my sisters in music class. So he obviously did what, like, wasn't completely out of his mind. And then when he had passed away, um, you know, I ended up inheriting a bunch of his like instruments and things from when he was a musician back in the day. And so I was always super curious to like, you know, play with whatever instruments I saw in the house or whatever was laying around. And one day I had his guitar like, my mom brought it out of storage and I just played with it. Like every day I tried to figure out songs. Um, and then the biggest like shift for me was when a friend of mine introduced me to like Amy Winehouse's music and like the jazz stuff that she was doing. And she was playing guitar as well. Um, and when she wasn't playing or if she was doing like a duo, she had her, um, you know, her, her musical director, Femi Temoa, uh, he would play guitar for her and so what had happened is back in the day I was trying to learn these songs on YouTube to sing them and they didn't always have karaoke for her songs because they were like underground jazz kind of things so I was like let me figure it out on guitar and that's when I was like okay let me start learning these songs and I learned them really quickly and so from there I just started learning a bunch of songs I got into production and writing songs so um I don't know guitar was just always like an instrument that 
like spoke to me because like I said I was in piano lessons earlier in my life but I never really connected with it the same way with guitar it's like I could pick it up and literally figure out a song song after song after song and I felt so accomplished and it just you know motivated me to keep learning and keep getting better and so you know it's been since I was about I would say when I was really like 12 years old I really dedicated myself to it so now it's been a little over 10 years um, and I, I still feel just as much in love with it now as I did when I first started. You know, once you hear these beautiful voicings and the chords and yeah, Aww. yeah, <laughs> definitely make you feel that way. Yeah. Um, when I first um, saw um, a couple of your videos on Instagram, like I was like, oh my gosh, you got a talented voice. But like, especially <laughs> like in a dash five because I'm like near that area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I like, I wish I could just talk to her. I wish we could find <laughs> songs together. We will make some damage. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. y'all watch out. <laughs> <laughs> y'all hear first. It might happen. Exactly. You heard it first. Right. <laughs> you had your um, first project. Um, I think it's like Sounds of a Sea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the background story of that um, project. Yeah, so um, that was my first EP. So I feel like those that story is always going to be like a lot more long-winded than the other projects that I have coming up because it was really just a process that I think started before I realized I started the album process. Because uh, like I said, I'd gotten into production and like I was just creating songs at one point and then it became I was telling stories and I was venting and actually like writing about things that were happening in my life or things that I just wanted to get off of my chest, you know, and so... It became this like therapeutic sort of, um, you know, vibe or situation. Um, just remind me, what was your question? Because I feel like I'm about to go on a tangent. No, that was like your story. <laughs> I feel it coming. <laughs> right. Okay. Let me let me just keep myself in the neighborhood of this so I don't get too. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. So yeah. So um. So yeah, I was just creating those songs, and then um, I started to realize, like, uh, you know. Like, for example, if you listen to all the songs on the EP, it's like six songs, but each song kind of represents like a different stage I was at, like in my coming of age, like growing up. And so, you know, there was just like songs about, you know, trying to have relationships, but you're focusing on school. And there was songs about, you know, just, you know, inner beauty and loving yourself. And then there was just other songs about like, you know, talking about like there's Wonder Woman that's talking about just like, you know, the badness of women, like and how dope we are and things we do. Like there was that, you know, um it's talking about <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, I love that song and I saw you perform that song um when you were Gabby in LA. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I need to learn that song. Yeah, do a video and send it to her. <laughs> yes yo that's so cool I would, honestly I would love that um but you know it's just like I love how to just, just like I love seeing how that song has affected other people and just seeing their response to it and I just I, I feel so blessed that it's even you know able to travel around the world where I, while I'm home during COVID like it's out here making its tour and making its rounds um but yeah I think a lot of my inspiration for that album just came from real life um you know and so uh, and again, I had a lot of those influences from the jazz I was listening to from before. And I think I went with this jazzy style for this EP because like when I think of jazz, I think of like free form. I think of like no rules. I think of here's the rules and watch me break them. Like that was literally the vibe. And so going into this, like I was, you know, an independent musician. Like I said, I was in school. 
Um, my mom did not want me to like drop out of school to just be a musician. So I was doing both for a really, really, really long time. And then I showed her my EP one day. She was home and she's like, you know what? This is really good. So let, I'll talk to your dad and we'll see if we can get you, you know, a semester or something where you can just like be off and work on the EP. So I worked my ass off. Like I was up early, like 6 a.m. doing yoga, vocal exercises, recording, um, you know, to make sure everything was able to get done and I wasn't wasting the time. So that was like a big moment in there, uh, having to like prove that to my parents. I did this all by myself. I was figuring it all out. Um, and yeah, eventually when I put out the EP, it was just like, it was just like a whole like mosaic of all things I was learning how to do on my own. And it was like an experience of my life. And it was just like all those things put together. So I think those are like the experiences that really influenced the EP that you guys hear. Yeah, <laughs> I really love that. I really love the EP. Um, Thank you. Recently, during this whole lockdown with the COVID and stuff like yeah. that, <laughs> you surprised us of releasing and launching your very own app. Yeah. And I went to your launch party on Zoom and I really yes. asked, uh, everything in there. I actually got your app on my tablet. So nice. Dope. So I'm just like looking at it and I was like, oh, you got... I, I'm in the app. I'm like, what the heck? Yes. I'm like, I'm in the app. And then, but you had that map. You like, you want to connect with other musicians yeah. around the world. That um, in case someone needs an engineer or a songwriter right. or another musician, that's a great idea to do that because it was kind of hard, especially social media. So it's kind of hard. Yeah. To people, and then you had that app that specifically finds all these musicians, producers, and all that. And yeah. The academy. Right. Yeah. I love that you really took time to like explore the app. Like I'm, I feel like such a fangirl right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I actually like when after you we had that launch party and I looked at the app and I was yeah, like, damn, like yeah, like what was the most struggles when you created that app? What was the main struggle to that? That's a great question because honestly, the real struggle for me was like, how am I going to create? this because usually like what people do in business is like they will not recreate the wheel they're just going to do something that has been tried and true it's a process and they just they just do the same thing but rebrand it with their name and their style and the thing is I was trying to do that but there was no musicians doing what I'm doing so it was like okay I'm trying to look at like musicians that have apps so I'm looking at Jay-Z I'm looking at um Nipsey Hussle I'm looking at Beyonce. I'm looking at the Kardashians and then I'm looking at, um, did I say Nipsey Hussle already? Yeah. I don't know if I, I did. Um, and then there was Ryan Leslie. And so these were like the only few people that I knew had apps and it wasn't anything like what I was doing. And I wanted to like find a way to like <clears throat> take all the different element like the different aspects of things that I do. So like I have the music side, I have the business side, but I also love teaching like I have all these different things that I'm doing and I wanted to find a way to put it into one space, but also like give something of value back to like my fans and like other people that I know. And so like, you know, when you were talking about the creative directory, it's like, it just goes back to the, like when I was doing my, my EP, I was doing this all on my own. I was trying to figure it out and like not waste time. And obviously if I had known more people and I'd already networked, that would have been super easy. So that's why with the directory, it's like, these are people that I've networked with that have added me on Instagram or that have just like, you know, said, Hey, this is cool. I want to be on this. Like, this is a group of people that are literally just on here 
from my Instagram because on my Instagram it's so hard to like find oh yeah like who's that girl who's a guitarist or who's that girl who's an engineer like there's so many people that follow me so many people I follow and I don't really know so on my app it was an easier way to kind of organize the people that I already knew or people that had followed me and so it just made it easier to like literally link people who are asking me the same thing like hey I have an EP like I don't know who does graphic design or I I'm trying to do like this collab I don't know how to do contracts and I would send them to Gabby like literally it's just so much easier and like a lot of these people I actually know so it's a good way to reference rather than getting someone random from like Vamper because I remember I went on Vamper to find a drummer and I had to fire him the day of my show so you know there's when you don't know people sometimes it's just like it can backfire but that was one main thing I wanted to like give to my audience my fans people that were asking me about how I was doing all this stuff on my own that was one major tool I wanted to give them the other thing was remember during the Black Lives Matter uh, protests that were going on like literally around this time last year or like I guess a month later but um, I just noticed a lot of people were getting silenced on Instagram um, and it's like people who were talking about the issue and obviously black people will talk about the issue because it's something that is happening you know within our diaspora so it's just like they were literally you could see the the shadow banning happening you could see the algorithms changing and all this sort of thing and it made me frustrated because as someone that doesn't have like five million you know viewers like how am I going to get my music and my stuff to my fans like that want to see the stuff and so it was just easier to do that with my own platform if I own the platform I make the rules they're not going to tell me what I'm posting is against community rules they're not going to just show my content to 10% of the thousand people that follow me you know there was ways to get around that so I was like okay well let's see where we can go with that and it became a whole business opportunity so that's where the whole school came from so I wanted to really share all the things that I was learning with uh, other people you know so you can be an independent entrepreneur being an, be, sorry being an independent artist and not sign over to a label per se and like sign off all your rights to your stuff like it's so possible to do it like a lot of people do it now you just need the how and the school is literally the how how do you get going as an independent artist in this new covid era and trying to do it independently so that's really what the app's all about i want to be like you and gabby when i grow up <laughs> <laughs> Like, girl, we all try to get like each other. Like, we gonna be like old squad of bad women, like out here just killing the game. Love yeah, it. <laughs> like, as a as a business woman, mm-hmm. and dealing with that and being an artist, like, how can you balance all that? Because I feel like when you're doing mostly the business side, it's affecting the creativity. Yeah, artists, and how do you balance all that? It's tough, and I would be lying if I said it was easy. Um, And I feel like this is why it's so important to have like that network of people that you can just talk to. And this is like one reason why I love the Tulips Collective, because it's like I have people like you and Gabby and, you know, like I can like reach out to like uh, Soleil and Indigo and there's other women who kind of get what this industry feels like, you know, so it's, it's good to have that creative, you know, collective you can talk to. Um, and again, with the business aspect, it's not as popular. And that's why I wanted to push that. So it becomes more of a standard. You have people that get it. So you can just talk to them and be like, yo, these contracts, man, they crazy, they crazy. But like nowadays people are like, what? Like they don't get that. So it's a lot. You don't have a lot of people you can just talk to about it. Um, but there are ways that I've figured out to like balance it. And I think that's just taking care of myself. Cause like when I'm not good, nothing else like beyond that is going to do well. So I just try to take care of myself. So I have a really like, um, you know, strict like r- like routine for the day. I try to like get my business stuff done early in the morning, and then I'll do like some creative stuff later on in the day, and I like, edit stuff later on. 
Um, you know, I've tried to get more focused on like branding and marketing. Um, also the thing is, it's like, I think it happens within phases. Like, I feel like when you're focused on your creative stuff, you know, then you gradually put on your business cap because you're like, okay, now I have to do something with this. So I feel like it naturally happens. Um, so I don't want people to think, oh, I'm not an entrepreneur. So I don't have that, that feeling or whatever. Um, you know, I just think there's like, uh, there just needs to be a need or a desire to look into the business side. Um, and I feel like you'll find ways to make it work, but you just can't forget to take care of yourself. So that's really like my way of balancing business and um, music. So how can, um, can you tell us a little bit about the um, the Academy portion in your app? Yeah. Um, for those that never get to see your app yet. Yeah, so lately um, I've been on Instagram just like doing these free little, you know, chit chat courses or whatever. Um, but on the app, what I do is I address a topic, um, like well, I'll do it once a month. So basically when you're doing the subscription for it, you get access to all the courses that I've done. Um, I don't post them on Instagram, that's why. But basically um, I'm sharing all the information that I've gotten over the years uh, with you guys. And basically I've taught um, how to get grants and how to get funding. Um, that's a big one because obviously this game is not cheap, but free money is always awesome. So that was the first one. I talk about how to actually set yourself up as a business so you can reclaim a lot of the money that you spend on yourself as a business and like your guitar, your equipment, whatever. When you're going on tour, like the receipts, you get your money back that, you know, there's certain things like that. Um, I also talk about, you know, uh, mental health and like balancing. So a little bit of what I was talking about earlier, I get into those details, like my yoga, my other methods. Um, and then I talked a little bit about self-management. That's actually a series that I did. Well, it's a, an episode that I did with Guitar Gabby because she's, um, you know, lawyer self-management, like that's her thing. So we kind of like tag teamed on that one. Um, and we actually did that same workshop for um, one of the girls rock camps in Bring, uh, Birmingham, Alabama. So yeah, these are like, like we've literally done these lessons throughout the summer with the Tulips um, workshop. And then that's when I was really inspired to go ahead and package that as a course um, for people who wanted to get that information. So um, so I have it on my app. There's always a new uh, episode. This month we're doing, someone had asked me about how to do sampling safely and not getting sued for copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even big celebrities get that one. So you're, no one's ever too good for uh, figuring out how to safely sample um, and instrumentals and all that stuff. So those are different types of topics that we cover. Um, and yeah, they're all in the, the Music Academy. I can't wait. I'll probably go. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I forgot one last part. So that was the business side of the Music Academy. And then there are people who just want to learn how to play instruments. So a lot of my other friends and musicians who have been trying to make some cash over this quarantine while we have not been touring, have been doing a lot of music lessons and stuff like that. I don't really have the time to sit down and do music lessons. I've just been so busy with a lot of other things. So I was just like, you know what? I have a hundred other friends who play guitar and a hundred other friends who know music theory. So let me just put them on the platform so when people on my YouTube are like, what are the chords of the song? And can you teach me how to sing? And I'm like, I don't have to say no. I can be like, yes, but let me find you somebody who does know how to do that on this app. They will hook you up. Like that's the best way that I know how to help when I don't have the time. So that was the other part. So you get music lessons and you get music business. So you get the full package. Do you have any, like <laughs> somebody, people that help like, oh, I want to know how to do music production. Yeah, so that's one of the um, the tabs. So we have 
uh, music theory is one of the boxes you can just like if you just want to know how to like read music and understand like scores and stuff like I was in a concert band and that stuff really really helps especially when I go into theater so there's that there's one of those sections that says music theory there's um, and they also teach piano in that because it's just easier to, to understand music theory when you see it on an actual instrument so there's that together then we have guitar is by itself and then there was singing by itself. So you have guitar, singing, and then you have music theory slash piano. Those are all the different things. Um, music production is going to be an additional um, topic that we'll put in there. So now that you've brought it up, um, I'm probably going to add that in, let's say for May. We'll add that in May. It'll be, I'll just add that in there because I love the feedback from the, the users. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no problem because I'm like, I was like, a lot of people ask me about music production because I do produce my music. As well. Yeah. So I was like, everybody asks me, like, what stuff do you need to use? What is the most well, yeah. you use and what equipment and everything else? And what type I of do have a start video, like a beginner's video. I have one right now on the app and it's like how to start, like how to record at home. So it's not going to teach you the software because everyone uses a different software. But um, I go through basically, you know, the interface I use, the microphone I have, the plugs that I use. Um, I show you the software that I do use because it has free trial. It's called Mixcraft. Um, oh, I got that. Oh, you do? Oh I my gosh. I got Miss Craft now. Girl, me. Okay, yo, you're like literally the only person that I've ever spoken to that knows what Mixcraft is and uses it. Like, oh. I don't think you're okay. <laughs> Everyone uses Logic or Pretty Loops. <laughs> yes, okay. So you're my production sis. I got it. It is. Did you see the size of the manual for Pro Tools and Logic? They're this thick. I'm like, who has time for that? I'm like, I ain't got time to read that. I'm trying to learn how to at least record a song like a stupid thing. Right, like, I got an idea now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's amazing. We'll have to chat offline about some things because this is, I have questions now. <laughs> of course, I, I have to ask questions. A lot of people be yes. about that, like, some people don't even know what Miss Crap is. <laughs> they, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how are y'all like spending $300 for software to just like put like it's it's a it's literally just get any DAW that works and get it into wave format, send it to an engineer, and you can put out whatever song you want. So if it's easier, go with it. Like don't just get Pro Tools because everybody has it. Like or Logic, like fifty bucks. And girl, the thing is. This is this is really interesting because people always ask me like, oh, what do you use? And I they're usually usually expecting me to say Logic or like Pro Tools or whatever. Like I don't have Logic because I don't have a Mac. I was going to get one like way way back in the day because I'm like I need to have GarageBand. Like I thought I needed GarageBand, yeah. but um, I ended up googling something that's similar to GarageBand, but it works on Windows. And it was Mixcraft. And it was so, I was using Mixcraft 6. Like, this is how long I've been using Mixcraft. This is just to tell you back when, like before they had like, you know, like the whole MIDI situation, like they don't have, they didn't have it like that. Now they have it, but um, like the sampling, I don't know if you you knew, you knew about that. Um, the new samples, I think, um, is on nine now. They have new. Yeah, well, they had on seven. That was like when they first put in this thing where you're able to do sampling, where you can cut up stuff 
and put your own sounds in like the virtual keyboard. That was a game changer for me. Yeah, that's but seven before. In seven, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, Mixcraft, yeah. I'm telling you, y'all don't know about Mixcraft. It's a game changer. <laughs> but that's why I can't get a Mac now. I can't get a Mac now though, because I can't run Mixcraft on it. That may make me get logic, so it's, it's crazy. Change forever. <laughs> No facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything like upcoming project or you just like yeah. on the app? And- I do. Well, that's a girl. It's been hard because I'm trying to wear three different hats and then I got to put the app hat on and it's just it's a lot of cats. But um, but yeah, I once I put out the app, I was able well, I was working on my music during the app process, so I'm very good at multitasking. But once the app was out, I was able to really just kind of jump back into music. So I know I kind of feel like I, it seems like I want MIA again, low key, but I've been like around with the app stuff. Um, but yeah, I have my new EP coming out and I, I literally waited till this year because I wanted to finish the EP. So I know people are like, you've been saying that since last year, but it's like, no, <laughs> I, other things I was making. But um, yeah, and then I'm going to have some things exclusively released on the app. So if you're not subscribed now, you want to go ahead and subscribe because you're going to be able to hear the whole um, EP on my uh, app. Um, and I'm only going to put out like one single on Spotify. So it's like you have to check it out on the app first. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I'm right now, I'm actually working with this rapper named Half and Half from Toronto. Uh, and it was really cool because, you know, like we just agreed to like work yesterday. So that was kind of, but it, it was like, I've been watching his stuff for a really long time. So I'm excited to feature him on this EP. Last EP, I featured Jason, Jason Shea, who's a really dope um, Montreal rapper. Uh, so this time it's going to be half and half who's from Toronto. He has a very like old school, like Jay Dilla, boom bap, kind of like, you know, Tribe Called Quest kind of vibe to like how he raps. Like, he sound like Q-Tip a little bit, you know what I mean? Very good lyricist, like he's very good at freestyling. I, girl, I'm excited. I'm very excited. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I he's dope. Some, I need some new music in my life. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't get I don't get excited very often because I'm a I, I do DJing at a radio station, so I hear a lot of good music. So I'm always like, oh yeah, dope, 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 dope. And then like it's very like rare that I'll stop and be like, hey, wait, hold on, like who's this? Per- like who as actually is this person? Like is he from Canada? Is he from America? I thought he was from America, but he was from Canada. So I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. So do you have any advice you will give to anybody that wants to start out in this? in this industry, especially like little girls and women, especially with these standards that they want to put us in? Yeah. um, I would really say do it yourself as long as you can, because then you don't have people telling you what to do or what you like or what you want. Um, When you're figuring it out for yourself, like 90% of it is like what you want. Like, what do you, what kind of color do you want as your backdrop? What kind of like t-shirt do you want? Like, it's literally what you want. And there's like no rules to a lot of this stuff. So once you get comfortable with that, you will, like when, if if somebody approaches you and like asks you to do this, that, and the third, you know, whether you want to do it or not, you know, whether you like it or not. And I think like the more I progress in the industry and just kind of like in my career, um, the more I realize like knowing what you want, knowing what you're like, what you're comfortable with is super, super, super important. So that way no one can shake you or make you feel like you're not good enough or whatever. And I feel like that is so important because it's so easy to start comparing ourselves. And I feel like sometimes it happens to me and I have to catch myself, but it's so easy to compare ourselves and feel like we're not good enough. 
and that'll like kind of throw us off of our course. So get comfortable doing things yourself. Uh, get acquainted with your style, what makes you like excited, what makes you different, and people will nat- naturally gravitate towards that. So can you um, tell everybody where to um, find you on social media and all that? Yeah. Um, so it's Aaliyah G dot app on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I had to change it on a few places, but on um, Facebook, you'll find Aaliyah Gara Music. Um, I'm so sorry because I changed a few things. But literally, like, yeah, if you Google me, Aaliyah Gara, you'll find all my handles. I think it's Aaliyah G420 on Twitter still, Aaliyah Gara Music on Facebook, Instagram, Aaliyah G app. But it will soon be all Aaliyah Gara. You type it in, I'm the only person that pops up. On the App Store, Aaliyah or Aaliyah, Aaliyah Gara, I'm the only person that pops up. Um, so yeah, Apple Store or Google Play, you just download it. It's free. And yeah, that that's it. YouTube, I said already. Yeah, yeah, that's so it. Spotify, Aaliyah Guerra. Yeah. There y'all have it. Make sure y'all grab y'all phone, y'all tablet, and download Get your phones. Download it. It looks like that. I'm gonna take the okay. sorry, put the background there, but I got it <laughs> on my app on my tablet right now. Make sure you yes. go to Google Play Store and Apple App Store to download this app. It's very great and great informative and. And you get to connect a lot of people that you want to meet. You never know what's going to happen. So, yeah. Until the next episode, I am Shawnee Sean. And thank you guys for watching. Yay. <laughs> Thanks so much. Give me that sign of love. Give me that sign you know that it's true. And tell me what's the deal, I know you got the hot word with it mm, Damn, it cool vans They won't kick it by the sand I hate it Hey, Riff Girl Let's go If you want to learn more about this progression, then you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love.